at SFM Radio and at Pimelo Mutile on Twitter. Goodness, uh, I haven't heard this in a very long time. I'm in love with the Rastaman Mathatini featuring Mahotela Queens, taking us way, way back. Thank you for that. Bangani Mathlangu is with us. He's going to take us through a journey of lovely reggae. We started that with Bob Marley. Is this love? Bangani, it sounds a little bit like you're in love. What's going on? <laughs> I'm, I'm, happy, I'm, I'm happy to say we, you, you know you have a theme of beautiful ease uh, regamalites you know? that's, that's, the, that's the ease we, we, we have today which, which is beautiful so you know I mean I, when I thought about Matlatine um, and Motela Queens I never thought of them as reggae no, they're not reggae. Yeah. They're not reggae. Not at all. They're Mkashiyom Yes. But the song that you've just heard now. Yes. Uh, you know, the for me, I chose this song for, for, for curiosity purposes. Mm-hmm. Now, this song um, has two elements in it. It has, the rhythm itself, it has a bit of reggae influence in it. Yes. And that reggae influence is fused with Mbatanga Mkashiyo. Mm-hmm. And, and for me, what uh, Makatine and Maotela Queens demonstrated there was that you can take an influence from anywhere in the world and still not lose yourself mm-hmm. in, in, in that influence. So you can hear reggae, mm-hmm. a bit of reggae in the music, mm-hmm. but the, the Mkashiyo Mbatanga accent is very strong mm-hmm. in the song. So they are still rooted in who they are mm-hmm. whilst embracing a sound from elsewhere, which is uh, Jamaica. That's where uh, reggae music comes from. Mm-hmm. But more than anything, when you listen to this song, uh, as I said, there's a mention of uh, uh, of uh, reggae, mm-hmm. of a Rastaman, mm-hmm. and then there's a mention somewhere of a Zango. If I will play Zango, Mr. Chela. <laughs> you know now look look at the links here usually uh, they have dreadlocks mm-hmm. mm. and and people who practice the the mm. religion of rastafarian they have dreadlocks mm. but now here is another common element here uh, anyone who has read uh, uh, somebody like uh, Credo Muta will understand what I'm talking about. Or anyone who's ever had an association with Isangoma. My grandmother was a Sangoma. My great grandmother was a Sangoma. Mm-hmm. So I will understand this. The, 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 when it comes to Dakha or Indango, mm-hmm. it becomes a common element here. Mm-hmm. Because Isangoma will tell you that from time to time they do use uh, uh, Indango or Ganja for certain rituals, mm-hmm. you know, and in the Rasta religion, they also use Indango for communication uh, with ancestors. Mm-hmm. 
So, so this also then now links us as African people who might be separated uh, because of slavery or because of the oceans. Mm-hmm. But you can trace the roots between the people. Mm-hmm. You know, if the Rastafarians were in Jamaica who have been removed from Africa for a very long time, they can come up with that or they can believe in that. And you have Isangoma in South Africa who uses the same herb. Uh, as a form of communication, what does that tell us? It tells us we are one people. Mm. And now when you look at the religion of Astafarian, uh, one of its uh, 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 most important promotions was promoting that uh, Africans who are in the diaspora should go back to Africa. And central to, to Rastafarian, uh, Rastafarianism and the music itself is the embrace and the promotion of African people's culture. Mm. Because there was a realization that Western cultures are actually taking Africans away from who and what they are. Mm. So, so, you have, so when you look at all these connections, you see that we are one people. We are mm. one people. Mm. Hence, when you listen to the music, you know, one, another beautiful thing about, uh, about reggae music is that uh, as much as it was used to mobilize Africans in the diaspora, it, it became so big in such a way that um, it, it got embraced even by the same Europeans, Western, uh, Western people who, 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 who suppressed or Absolutely. colonized uh, Bongan, Africans. Bongan, when did, did Raga m- kind of r- arrive in South Africa? Reggae mm-hmm. in South Africa. Mm-hmm. It was in the it was in the eighties, mm-hmm. uh, and there were there were other groups, uh, 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 not just Lucky Dube. Mm. Uh, there were other groups. Um, uh, I just forget his name. Uh, Alexis Farco. Uh, Alexis Farco uh, works with idols. Mm-hmm. He was one of the people who was, uh, to a certain degree, involved in reggae music. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 there was a group called Machikos. Mm. There's a there's a guy I'm, I'm I, and I don't know why I'm forgetting. He's a prominent figure. He stays in Limpopo. He was in reggae music in South Africa. Mm-hmm. And then you had uh, Machikos was not a reggae group, but they also did a bit of uh, a bit of reggae. Initially, we had a song by them that we were going to play, but we thought, ah, uh-uh, let's change mm. and and have another song uh, mm. by the 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 Tooth and the Mylands. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are one of the pioneers of reggae music, and I thought it would be a disservice for us not to play yeah. a song, a song from them. But but reggae music in this country, then Lucky Tube became the epitome of mm-hmm. reggae music in South Africa. He mm-hmm. became the the giant of reggae music in South Africa, surpassing all the others who've who've been around. And and somebody would probably ask a question: Why was it that Lucky Tube became the figure or the prominent? Mm-hmm. Or the symbol of reggae in South Africa, mm. uh, people in the in the music industry itself will tell you about the politics of the music industry, which I don't think I want to get into. Mm. But there are politics of of the industry that has to do with some groups were suppressed in mm. order to make way for like mm. and all that. But I don't want to get into that because you'll have to prove that if mm. you say it, mm. you you know. But here is one thing I know about about what made Lucky Dube. Uh, big more than anything. Lucky Dube, to a large degree, was more or less the same, or looked the same, like uh, like uh, like Bob Marley. Mm-hmm. Lucky Dube was a rock star, in a sense. Mm. You know, he had the image, he mm. had the the mentality, stage he presence, had yeah. the stage presence, and also more than anything, if you listen to Lucky Dube's uh, uh, reggae and you listen to Bob Marley's reggae. 
because Bob Marley also became huge, more bigger than all the others, because of he also had the the the, the rock star image. Mm. You know, now Lucky Tuba, if you listen to most of his uh, songs, they have a lot of rock guitar in it. Mm-hmm. In it you know, mm-hmm. and at the time in the I mean in the sixties, seventies, and the eighties, rock music was the biggest thing. Or I would say rock music was the thing that was promoted on television and radio more than anything. You know, yes, R&B was there. Uh, yes, other genres were there. But rock music uh, enjoyed a lot of airplay uh, around the world. Mm-hmm. And and when Lucky Dube infused rock in his music, he was creating a space for himself so that he's, he's you know, he, he gets a receptive ear in the rock audience. He gets a receptive ear mm-hmm. in the compilers who are compiling mm-hmm. at radio stations, compiling mm-hmm. music. So in that way, he was able to, <laughs> uh, you know, to to find himself in in this space where he, he gets more promoted than the others. And he did well for himself yeah. because he didn't just rely on being promoted on, on, on radio and television. On stage, he did his bit to make sure that he also promote uh, himself. Mm. Because you cannot just rely on radio and television to promote you. Radio and television can only do so much. When you have the opportunity to be in front of an audience, what is it that you do as an artist yeah. to further promote yourself? Because really, it's not the function of radio to promote you if we are to be honest <laughs> let's they take can a just quick... give you a platform <laughs> let's take a quick break we'll be back with more with Bongani Mahlangu who's going to take us on a reggae music journey he's a music and art journalist and we'll be back with more after 2.30 it's time for the headlines with Utsila Saku Life Happens with Pimelo Motine. Matlango is with us and he's a music and art journalist as we go into reggae music this afternoon. Bongani, um, we're kicking it off with Lucky Dube, Taxman. Yes, Taxman. But before that, we also played um, uh, Bamba Cloud. By, yes. By, by Peter Todd. And yes. Know. Yeah, and I thought, you know, these two songs, if you put them together, they, they, they sort of give you the soul of reggae music in a sense that uh, Bamba Cloud is if you listen, there's a paragraph there that says, One night an evil spirit held me down. I could not make one single sound till Jah told me, Son, use the weed. And now I am as free as a bird. Now, this is about the freedom of expression. Mm. You know, it's about using the weed. You know, if and one of the best ways of using the weed is to read the weed, to understand the weed. 
So how, what, what do I mean by that is that you have to expose yourself to as much reading as you can. Uh, uh, and this is not just reading as in picking up a book to read, but you also read situations mm-hmm. that happen in front of you or situations that are around you. And after you've done that, you will be able to use the, the appropriate words to define what the situation is. And once you've defined what the situation is, you will be able to, 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 to address the situation. Mm. Whether it's, face, it's a situation facing you or it's a situation that is facing society. You know, because in one of the, in one of the lines in the very same song, uh, Bamba Clad, uh, Peter Trash is saying, uh, there's one thing I'm, I, <laughs> I can't overstand, and that is why men don't love his brother man. Now, when we come to Lucky Dube, Lucky Dube, he says, I pay my taxes. But what has the taxman done for me? You know, so these are the questions that we need to ask. When the taxman says pay tax, fine, pay your taxes. But you equally have a right to ask the taxman, what have you done with my taxes? What have you done for me, Mr. Taxman? Now, this then puts together the taxman and the government because... Government and the taxman work hand in hand. The taxman collects the money to give government. Mm. To do what? Those are the questions we should be we should be asking. So the reason why I was saying these two songs uh, 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 give you the soul and the heart of reggae music, it's because reggae music is a music style, you know, mostly embraced by a, a, a defiant human spirit, you know, a spirit that refuses to be compressed into uh, to existing in a cubicle, you know. Uh, uh, the spirit that rebels from suppression, that turns a person in, into some sort of a, a gadget that responds to, to buttons or batons uh, uh, pressed willy-nilly on, on the remote control to control you. So, so, so and I know people will, will, will say, but you are encouraging people to be rebellious, and there's nothing wrong with being rebellious. You have to be rebellious at some point and ask questions about things. There's absolutely nothing wrong with with, the, with 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 rebellion. You rebel within reason. There must be rationale. There must be reason in your rebellion. You can't just rebel for no reason. And and the rebellion is chaotic in a sense that it's chaotic in your life and it's chaotic. It creates chaos in the lives of other people. I'm not talking about that kind of rebellion. I'm talking about the rebellion that corrects uh, things that have to do with oppressing the majority of people. And that's what reggae music is about. We are going to play our last song because I think we have... Uh, okay, I've been told, let's rather play two songs. What do you want to start with, Vungani? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I thought we, we, could, we, we could wrap it up uh, with uh, Tooth and the Layman. Uh, a beautiful song. And the reason for, for that song is because uh, uh, the, the group itself, along with... the uh, uh, Bob Miley and the Whalers uh, were the pioneers of, of reggae music. And it's one of the earliest, 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 beautiful uh, songs uh, called Spiritual Healing. And uh, again, this is one of those songs that uh, I, I picked up when I was a kid and it just stuck on me uh, up to our, uh, when I was older. And I started looking for, for that song. First, I didn't know the title of the song. Secondly, I didn't know the name of the band. But somehow I found the song. (laughs) (laughs) It's a beautiful song.
Fungani. That's how we ended. I knew we were not going to have enough time. And they're going to kill me, not you. <laughs> Wrap it up for us, Mungani. Well, uh, I think I have to just correct one thing. The, the, the song that you played earlier was Jimmy Cliff, uh, uh, Beautiful People, Wonderful World. Um, Jimmy Cliff, one of the biggest giants in reggae music, um, he featured in a film in 1972, The Harder They Come. Uh, that film was very instrumental in, 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 in spreading the word of, about uh, reggae music um, all over the world. Now, uh, to wrap it up, the, so earlier on, I confused Toots and the Night Owls uh, uh, with uh, Jimmy Cliff, but mm-hmm. the song you played earlier was Jimmy Cliff. Yes. Now, reggae music, the only way I can wrap it, uh, wrap it up is that when it started, probably the, its pioneers thought it would be music for the Rastafari community or the Jamaican uh, people, but it became music for everybody mm-hmm. in the world. It's not exclusive music. Hence, you will find people like Bo Shadi. Yeah. Uh, when you listen to songs like uh, by, the, by Your Side, has a strong reggae element in it. You had the likes of uh, the Priest, you uh, Buster Rhymes, you have, uh, you also had jazz artists uh, mixing reggae uh, with music. So, so if there was ever a music style that you could say it's a social cohesion type of music, it would be reggae. Thanks, Bongani. Always lovely. Bongani Matlango is a music and art journalist giving us the very best of what he thinks is reggae music.